This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, August 30th, 2007. I'm Caleb Brown. Every presidential candidate has a plan for your health care, how you get it, and how you or someone else pays for it. Michael Tanner is the director of the Cato Institute's Health and Welfare Studies. He says most of the plans mean a highly regulated, government-dominated health care marketplace. He says the focus of American health care should be individuals, not continued employer-based health insurance. What's the common thread for the Democrats' health care reform plans? All the Democratic candidates have embraced the idea of universal coverage brought about through greater government involvement in health care. Uh, the details of their plans different, but in every case, they would have the government essentially provide insurance to Americans. Uh, it's generally a form of insurance known as managed competition, in which you still have private insurers, but they operate sort of like a public utility. A lot of government regulation, a lot of government subsidies. Essentially, the government would be in control of our health care. Now, Mitt Romney, his plan in Massachusetts was predicated on extending greater coverage through a mandate that people simply have coverage. That wasn't part of his national plan, and now that he's actually unveiled a plan, he's essentially abandoned a lot of that. But what is he offering? Well, Mitt Romney was sort of for Romney Care before he was against it. Uh, and, and I guess when it comes to health care, it's better to be John Kerry than it is to be Hillary Clinton. Uh, on the other hand, uh, we really don't know exactly what he's proposing. He, he has come out for a plan that would allow states to experiment with health care. The federal government would give them incentives to experiment. Uh, he is not for imposing a national mandate the way he did in Massachusetts, and he has not called for a national managed competition-style plan the way Massachusetts is. Uh, essentially, what he would do is just tinker with the tax code in a, in a very positive way to give people a chance to buy health insurance with pre-tax dollars. That's something that's very good. And he would in block grant Medicaid and also uh, uncompensated care funds in order to allow states to experiment with how they want to subsidize insurance for low-income people. It's a better plan than he did in Massachusetts. It's still fairly highly regulatory. According to the work of Jagadish Gokhale here at the Cato Institute, could be a very huge problem down the road. Is block granting something that could help alleviate that? We should understand that Medicaid is a form of welfare. Uh, in fact, in, in terms of dollar value, it's actually worth twice as much to the recipient as welfare is, and it creates all the same problems that welfare creates, in addition to squeezing out private health insurance in many cases. Uh, so states should treat Medicaid the same way they treated welfare. Uh, in welfare reform, we block-granted it, gave it to the states, gave the states power to experiment. It's been successful. We should be doing the same with Medicaid. Rudy Giuliani has essentially been the only leading candidate who has abjectly rejected the notion of universal coverage. Well, Rudy Giuliani, like all of us, understands that it's a good thing if we get more people to have health insurance, but that we shouldn't make universal coverage, whether every person has a piece of paper in their hands that says they have health insurance, the sole criteria by which we judge the success of health care reform. After all, in national health care systems around the world, people have universal coverage, but they don't have actual access to health care. There's waiting lists in Canada and Britain and so on. 
So Rudy Giuliani has set out a plan that would essentially lower the cost of insurance, deregulate it, give people a chance if they live in a high-cost state like New Jersey or New York to buy insurance from a low-cost state like Idaho. Uh, he would, like Mitt Romney, change the tax code so that people could use pre-tax dollars in order to buy health insurance. Uh, essentially, his is the least regulatory proposal that's out there. It's not perfect. It, it goes much further in towards a government or central government, federal government dictated policy than I would like, but it's it's not bad. In terms of what he actually leaves intact in the American healthcare system, what do you see as most problematic? Well, I, I think that what we really need to do is encourage a move away from employer-provided insurance to individual insurance. And we need to encourage people to move away from sort of Cadillac, Lexus-style policies that are all-inclusive to policies that are true insurance, that protect you against catastrophic risk. Uh, I think uh, that Rudy Giuliani's plan will go a long way towards doing this, but in many cases, it sort of prescribes from the federal government how the states are to get there in ways that I think will discourage straight state experimentation. I would rather see more flexibility given to the states to get there. By promoting this sort of national health insurance market, would that have any type of downward pressure on state-based mandates to insurers? Absolutely, and that would be a good thing. Uh, you know, right now we're having a race to the bottom in terms of trying to see how we can make health insurance the most expensive in states. We need to turn that around and have a race to the least expensive insurance policies. After all, the number one reason why people say they don't have health insurance is that it costs too much. If we could find a way to lower the cost of insurance through deregulation, we could insure a lot more people. Michael Tanner is director of the Cato Institute's Health and Welfare Studies and co-author of the Cato book, Healthy Competition. This is the Cato Daily Podcast. Please consider a donation at our website, cato.org.